This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, December 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Farm worker bills push for vaccines and health care. New questions about H2A. China expert gets USTR. And farm equipment sales strong. State bill authorizes farm workers for vaccines with pushback. Central Valley Representative Josh Harder is urging California public health officials to prioritize all agriculture workers and its distribution plan for COVID-19 vaccines. Ag is too often left behind in policy discussions and our farm workers get lip service instead of the help they need, said Harder in a statement. It's not enough to call farm workers essential if you're not going to treat them as essential. He called for a broad definition of agriculture workers that would include farmers, farm workers, processing plant workers, and the 1B tier of vaccine access. Assembly member Eduardo Garcia called for the state to prioritize farm workers and grocery store workers in their top tier. This measure moves to strengthen the legislative safeguards for these vulnerable populations, he said. Our frontline workers should be at the front of the line. Governor Gavin Newsom said the first vaccine should be arriving this week. The legislature will not begin considering the legislation, however, until it returns to session on January 4th. Farm workers at the center of universal health care bill. Senator Maria Elena Durazo of Los Angeles has introduced a measure to grant health care to all Californians, regardless of immigration status. Durazo, a former labor leader, has aggressively advocated for farm workers in previous legislation. COVID-19 has mercilessly hit hardest our communities of color, especially those who work in our fields and other essential jobs, said Fresno Assembly Member Joaquin Arambula, a co-author of the bill. The California Immigrant Policy Center strongly supports the measure. Immigrant communities and farm workers in the food and agriculture sector, like meatpacking plants, have literally been hotbeds for the spread of the disease, said Sarah Dar, a director at the center. Newsom appoints farm worker advocate to judicial post. Governor Newsom has appointed Louise Cespedes to serve as judicial appointment secretary of the governor's cabinet. As a 15-year-old farm worker, Cespedes joined in strikes in the early days of the United Farm Workers Union. He was later a staffer in the assembly and launched his own law firm. From going on strike alongside Cesar Chavez to selflessly lifting others to higher office, Luis has walked the walk, said Attorney General Xavier Becerra, in praising the appointment. Newsom's decision drew accolades from an icon in the farm labor movement, Dolores Huerte. I knew I could rely on Luis to help in my efforts to increase protections for farm workers and their families, ensuring farm workers' right to vote for a union of their choice, she said. USDA reinstates farm labor survey for H-2A wages. Under court order, USDA is reinstating the farm labor survey that was long been used to determine minimum wage rates for H-2A workers. It's not yet clear how the action will affect 2021 wage rates. Not long after USDA announced it was killing the survey, the Labor Department issued a rule freezing H-2A rates for 2021 and 2022 and then basing them on a national average of wage increases for all jobs. 
A federal judge found in October USDA had not considered the impact on farm worker wages when it decided to scrap the survey in September. USDA says the survey is expected to take nine weeks to complete and will be based on reference weeks in July and October. Now keep in mind, United Farm Workers is asking a court to halt implementation of the new rule due to take effect December 21st. The state of California seeking to support the lawsuit as a friend of the court. Biden makes it official. Vilsack to USDA, tie to USTR. President-elect Joe Biden today will formally introduce Tom Vilsack as his Agriculture Secretary nominee and Congressional Trade Advisor Catherine Tai as his nominee to become U.S. Trade Representative. The Biden transition team made those selections official on Thursday. In addition to Vilsack, Biden is also bringing back Susan Rice, a National Security Advisor, to former President Barack Obama. She will head Biden's Domestic Policy Council. China will be the number one challenger for Tai, who is the former chief counsel on China trade enforcement at USTR during the Obama administration. The American Farm Bureau Federation praised the selection of Tai, who is fluent and Mandarin. She has deep trade experience and solid understanding of the need to enforce existing trade agreements while working with our trade partners to expand market access for America's farmers, AFBF said. You can read our report on Ty's selection at agripulse.com. And by the way, Vilsack likely has a new item on his to-do list. Four years after he issued a rule on livestock and poultry marketing, his successor, Sonny Perdue, has issued a new version. Critics of the latest rule will be counting on Vilsack to scrap it and start over again. The rule is supposed to give packers and producers clarity on what constitutes, quote, undue or unreasonable preference in the meat sector. You can read our story on the new rule at agripulse.com. Farm equipment purchases, strong. Tractor purchases were up 41% last month over November 2019, and they're up 16% year-to-date, that according to the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Sales of combines are up more than 6% for the year. The November surge may be due to purchases farmers are making for tax reasons, but the market has been pretty solid all year, said Kurt Blades, vice president of Ag Services at AEM. Government payments have buoyed sales this year, and the increase in commodity prices also has played a role, he told AgriPulse. By the way, the flip side of the sharp rise in soybean and corn prices this fall is that livestock and poultry producers will be paying more for feed into 2021. A new CoBank study suggests feed costs will likely be up 12% next year, which would be the largest increase in nearly a decade. Industry margins are far better today than they were in the spring, but there will be tighter windows of opportunity for the livestock and poultry sectors to profit in 2021, said Will Sawyer, lead animal protein economist with CoBank. Here's today's He Said It. I've got Republican friends that have no clue what it means to be a Central Valley legislator or a farmer or a grower. That Republican Assembly member Heath Flora of Ripon on a panel discussion at the Almond Conference. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, December 11th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.